0: Hey guys, this is Love & Meets with James Smith. He is a powerful motivational speaker and a legend in the fitness industry. He spoke about his core principles for fitness, the biggest lies in the fitness industry and that one thing that actually gets him out of bed. Please take a listen. Hey guys, welcome back to the Love in Dubai show. James Smith is famous for his no bull approach to fitness. He's a three-time Sunday Times number one best-selling author, and he's coming to Dubai as part of Dubai Active. Welcome back to the show, James Smith. Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. We're super excited to have you back on your no nonsense chat. Is uh, your reputation precedes you, and um, we want to know. People have seen your stuff on social media, they've read your books. What will they get from a live show with you?
1: Uh, Probably the mixture of uh, a TED Talk with some maybe inappropriate jokes. You know, trying to bring some of the most important points of some of the books to life and mix it in with a bit of anecdote, bit of story, you know, and breaking it up with a few laughs in between.
0: Your conversations online, you help people. It's what you do, even though if you call yourself that you're not a life coach, you essentially are. So can you help us right now, the audience watching you. If we want to get fit, if we want to take a first step into fitness, like what's the way to do it? Is there an easy guide that you can give us?
1: I think everyone is too busy looking for what's best and they overlook what they enjoy. So for instance, well, everything we select in life shouldn't be you know, the most optimal life. We should actually be looking for the thing we enjoy the most because when it comes to the main key principles, you're looking at wanting to adhere things and sustain them. So, you know, for anyone out there that likes playing you know, tennis and doesn't like the gym, I don't think you should go to the gym and ignore tennis. You should say, okay, cool. What's the most amount of tennis I can play a week? And what can I do to, you know, uh, hit my goals? So for some people out there that don't want to play sport, don't want to be in a gym, can they walk? Can they make changes to life? Can they take the stairs? If they live in an apartment on, you know, the 12th floor, can they take the stairs once a day? So it's about trying to incorporate into people's lives things that they can enjoy and sustain for long periods of time and not trying to force them into doing things that they're not gonna enjoy.
0: Do you think we're being lied to by the fitness industry as a whole? If you're saying like people saying go to the gym but it doesn't really work, are we being told uh, half-truths by the fitness industry? I
1: think the biggest issue is who we look up to in the fitness industry. So, you know, if anyone wants to starve themselves for 15 weeks, you know, Build as much muscle as they can and cover themselves in fake tan we're looking at people with eating disorders they just happen to have six packs you know we've got a group of narcissists that love themselves taking out tripods in gyms and they're trying to you know push their values onto other people fitness should be about what the human body can accomplish as far as you know getting fitter healthier you know the industry that we have are a lot of people being dishonest uh you know when you want. If you say you want to be like a fitness influencer you're never going to survive unless you bend the rules so you've got young people taking steroids selling fitness plans it's a lot of cloak and daggers and it's very financially opportunistic for people to be dishonest and that's a problem because people are looked at and they're you know the the amount of expertise someone has is often accounted to the way they look not their other features so you know when you've got people in the gym taking steroids and selling fitness plans and saying hey do my plan you'll look like me drink my supplements you'll look like me it's yeah so it's a, it's a bit of a tricky place
0: then how do we you say we need to follow the right people how do i know i'm following the right person
1: always very difficult but at the end of the day you just got to ask yourself how following that person and subscribing to what they're putting out makes you feel because if you're coming away from it feeling empowered and motivated, that's a net positive. But, for instance, everyone at some stage in their life has had some physique on the background of their phone as inspiration. And what they don't realize is they're actually, you know, depressing themselves every time they look at it. They're never going to look like that. They put someone on their phone who not only has got better genetics, you know, better opportunity, more pressure from a financial and you know social situation. They've probably got someone on the background of their phone that, you know might have taken a myriad of drugs to get to that physique. And then imagine this, the majority of images of fitness professionals we see, they diet down for months to look a certain way for a few days, they get hundreds of photos taken, then they share them all the way through the year. And people think, oh my God, this person's amazing. They're not, they just wore 100 different outfits over four days.
0: It's so interesting because you're basically talking about the physique that we want that we can't have, um, which basically sometimes might make us feel a bit rough. So how do you approach uh, that type of feeling when you're talking about fitness how do you approach mental health what is your approach towards that when you're working with your clients well
1: it's a good point point. and back to the, the first part of that question is people can achieve those physiques if they want but the reason they want to look that way is they want to be happy but they don't realize that no one's really telling them how much happiness they would have to give up out of their lives to accomplish it so let's say any average man or woman in dubai that wants the six pack or the flat stomach whatever it is they can 100% accomplish that. But it means less socializing, less going out, you know, less having your cake and eating it, more being hungry, more, you know, treadmill sessions in the evening whilst your friends are watching a movie and you're on the step climber. You can have it if you want, but you're not getting a good deal. And I think that, you know, doing less of the things that make you happy in life, you need to make a decision. And is it worth it? Because at the end of the day, you might be doing it for your own reasons or to impress someone else, but It doesn't really make your life that much better. I'm sure, you know, the values in Dubai of being social, family, you know, looking after each other, all of these things. At the end of the day, you having a six-pack doesn't really contribute to anyone in your life. So, you know, the mental health discussion is important because anyone should understand that health isn't something you're guaranteed. It's something you have to work for, and mental health is the same. And if you continue to make poor choices with who you subscribe to, who you listen to, and how you set your goals, even if you remove it from context. Let's say you're a young entrepreneur that comes to Dubai and you want to make money. If you set your goal as having a million dirhams in your bank account, you could be very disappointed for a long period of time. But all you need to do is find that young entrepreneur and slightly change his way of seeing goals and make the goals smaller, more accomplishable, and easier to accomplish. And suddenly that person working towards the same goal can have a much happier time doing it.
0: Amazing, your advice is so succinct and it's so positive driven. Um, Have you always been able to deliver advice and do you always feel motivated to deliver such empowering advice?
1: So I think uh, it comes from, I was getting professional speaking lessons when I was personal training on the gym floor for all those years. I was doing 10 one-to-one coaching sessions and how to talk to people for all those years, just in a, you know, on the gym floor, but then uh, There are times obviously where I can't be bothered, but I think being in an opportunity where even if it's this interview or if it's a social media post, there's not many people that have the opportunity to genuinely not change lives, but just to help someone. Someone asks you a question about fitness, training, macros, even getting my hair cut today, my barber was like, what does this mean? And me just giving him a couple minutes gets to change the trajectory of his training forever. And although it might not make a big impact on the world, it'll make a big impact on him. So I I certainly never take that for granted. And similar to the talk at Dubai Active, you know, first of all, you need to appreciate all the people that are willing to give me a chance to to come to the talk. And the way I see it is, how can I not just make the next 90 minutes incredibly entertaining, but how can I make it valuable? So when when they leave, they go, oh, we had a good time. But then in three months' time, they go, oh, do you know what? That thing you said to me really stuck with me. And I think that's really what I get um, a bit of a thrill out of.
0: Amazing. And you and Chris Williamson are coming together for Dubai Active, sharing a stage. What does the prep look like for that? And were you guys in touch before? Have you crossed paths?
1: What's it going to so be like? Yeah, Chris and I, we've been uh, very closely working together for about a year now for uh, a drink that we've released. Uh, that's not out in the UAE yet. Uh, so we've been spending a lot of time together. Chris is incredibly intelligent. He has uh, the podcast that, you know, helps a lot of lives in certain different contexts. and also. Chris has taught me a lot of lessons over the years and I really respect that. There's a lot of concepts that I have even fleshed out in talking events that I've learned from him. So I think both of us, the only skill we really have is to hear something and to go, wow, let me remember that because I'll be able to help some people by telling them about it in the in the near future. So yeah, um, and then from there, we're gonna be heading to Canada and the USA for uh, the continuation of the tour.
0: And what's the drink and is it gonna drop here and why is it not here yet? Oh. I've seen pictures, but I just need a rundown. Tell us, tell us what it is.
1: Uh, so it is a productivity drink. So if you wanted to go to the gym and have a big session, you'd probably be better off having a C4 or you know a counter Monster. If you uh, you know wanted to sit down at your desk, do your emails. You know, in other countries outside the UAE, you might be doing tax return. But you know, anything where you've really got to concentrate. For me, when I'm editing, writing a script. It's not just got caffeine in it, it's got four other nootropics that help you concentrate and sustain your focus for a longer period of time. So that's who the audience we think we have, people that wanna be high achievers, they wanna pull on more levers than just caffeine and some of the other uh, components work a bit like brain supplements.
0: Well, we were going to ask you what's next, but you've kind of dropped that already. You're off to Canada. Uh, what is next, though, really, for James Smith? Is there another book on the market, or what can we see coming from you in future?
1: I want to definitely start writing next year. Um, I'm not entirely sure how that book's going to look. I think I'm going to start writing it and figure it out uh, halfway through. And, uh, yeah, just really start uh, getting in a routine of continuing to put out content, maybe in slightly different domains, not everything fitness. And... Um, yeah, just try and stay relevant. I think I think that's it.
0: I was just before you leave us. I was going to ask us like, what is your top health and fitness principle personally? What is the mo- like the the kind of the moral that you stand by daily?
1: Would be the fact that you you should never see the gym or exercise as a place to burn calories. You're not, you know, a dog that needs to earn its dinner. You're not a hamster that needs to run on its meal. When you look to training. Look to do it because it makes you feel better. Do it because it makes you stronger. Do it because it helps you offset injury. You should never be motivated in life to do something to avoid a bad thing happening. You shouldn't you know, be saving money or you'll go bankrupt. You shouldn't be running on a treadmill so you don't have a heart attack. You should be finding things you can do that you find personally rewarding. And people do that by accident. And when you're waking up on a Saturday morning, excited to go to your training class, And you feel that feeling in the belly, like, oh, I can't wait to do this. That's the feeling you want to be finding all around your life. You shouldn't, this isn't a chore. If you're going to, if you're trying to be fit and everything feels like a struggle, you're doing the wrong thing. There is a type of training I honestly believe that everyone can find that they can love.
0: So strong. Guys, if you want to see that live and in person, Dubai active, November 24th, James Smith is going to be there. James, thank you so much for your time and dishing out those home truths on the Love in Dubai show once again.
1: Cheers. Thanks for having me.
0: That's it for us on the Love and Dubai show. We're back with you tomorrow morning same time same place. Goodbye for me.